if it is truly uh, what God wants for us in this relationship. And I think that's where the danger uh, comes in because you just blindly follow something without ever looking for what it really is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, do any Bible uh, texts come to your mind when we talk about this? Um, um, I think one that as we were uh, talking about this that came to my mind is in Peter um, where it says that we should be always ready to give an answer or to give a reason for our faith to those who ask of us and if our reason is simply uh, well that's what my grandparents did or that's what my mom did or that's what we did in our family um, yeah that's that's not that's <laughs> that's not very convincing and it's it, not a very good reason right and I um, and I also think about how um, when uh, when we look at this, the parable of the ten virgins and uh, the foolish virgins come back after the bridegroom has gone in uh, and shut the door along with the wise virgins and um, when they knock and he opens the door and he, they they say what they want, have to say and then he says I do not know you isn't it so, absolutely Absolutely. That suggests that he means that I have no relationship with you. Absolutely. So it is pretty clear from scriptures that Christianity is not a mere religion or um, something that you just wear a tag, you know, on yourself saying this is what I am or this is what I uh, recognize myself uh, with. But it's a relationship. In fact, it is more than anything else a relationship. Absolutely. I completely agree. In fact, um, the one thing I love about the Bible is how every time you read something that you have read or heard uh, for so many years, especially that parable of the ten versions, um, I... throughout my childhood I heard so many sermons and so many I read so many devotionals and uh, heard uh, and personally read that so many times and it wasn't until about three years ago that that part um, that where he responds uh, very simple uh, and it was always there I always read it but I never saw it from this perspective until a few years ago when he told them that um I never knew you. I don't know you. Like, wow. So they came to him and they uh, presented all of these uh, works that they have done. We did this, we did that, and, you know, all these good things, um, good works. But ultimately, it wasn't about um, that, but rather the relationship. He had no idea who they were. So we can, as I said before, uh, that is the danger with culture of Christianity. We could be doing certain things blindly simply because that is the tradition in our family and come right. to the uh, sad realization that it was not about that, but rather a, re- a personal relationship with God. So, so let's say someone is born into a Christian home and they grow up going to church and um, um, they probably even have a Bible. They read it once in a while, which most of us, I think, have been through a childhood pretty similar to that. At what point do you think he understands or she understands, if they ever do, that uh, there's more to it than just, you know, um, what we're doing as a family, like going to church and attending maybe 
um, Christmas worship and you know generally what people do so they celebrate Easter and Christmas and this and that but do you think there's a there's a point when people come to realize that okay there's more to it than just just this uh i think uh in my experience i have seen it happen in very different stages it has been very and even a recent one um there's a lady who uh a friend a close friend of mine she uh, has breast cancer and she's mm-hmm. not doing really well um but she eh, had been struggling she realized from an early age maybe her 20s or so that all the stuff that her parents you know going to church and as you mentioned that there was there was more to it and she needed to she needed personally to make a decision about those things and i also have other friends who um when when they but this is me talking from my experience of course <laughs> when i have seen uh, that in let's say uh when the teenage years come around where you start making certain decisions um mm-hmm. for your life um that that from in my experience has been where this becomes um the turning point so to speak where you have to make this decision okay this is what mom used to do this is what um family used to do but what am i going to do about it am i going to continue or am i going to um uh, do whatever i feel like doing so in my experience i i have seen it um on multiple occasions and in my my generation with my friends and mm-hmm. brothers i have that for me, for for me that's where it's um where that separation begins. Right. Cuz the Bible calls us um to be the salt and the light, right? Absolutely. And um it's common sense to understand that we cannot give what we don't have. Absolutely. Right? So if someone doesn't have the light with them, how are they going to shed that light on others? if you yourself have not uh, experienced christ how are you going to share christ with others correct isn't it so if you if you're stuck at just being a christian culturally you're never going to move forward into experiencing christ for yourself so i have seen many people in my life as well um for the longest time they read the bible they go to church every week they do it so religiously because somewhere they think that going to church is what makes me a good christian yes okay so so they read the bible they go to church they do family worship they know so many hymns and uh, you know um in the secular world that might be looked at as you know all all checks yes. you know like they're doing everything um that needs to be done to call them a christian absolutely but but it is so um I don't know what to call it. I it's it's so sad and tragic that someone could be doing this all their life, let's say 70, 80 years and still not know Christ. Yes. I mean, you might know him as a Bible character. Right? You might know his stories, you might know um his ancestry, you might you might know the miracles he did and all of those things, but he has never really come alive from there and then become personal to you. So that 
that is nothing but tragic isn't it absolutely so uh let's say someone listening finds themselves falling under this category you know that they feel like oh wait this is me what would you like to say to someone like that um i uh, the first step or i would say that a person is if you are able to perceive that 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 is you um that is that is a good thing you should be um happy that you're able to perceive that um and right. i would recommend a began a prayerful study of scripture with an honest heart because god has already laid down the uh the way back to him um and one of the uh the main ones as he so rightfully stated in uh the book of john chapter 15 if you abide in me and my word abide in you um then whatever you ask will be fulfilled so begin by getting back to scripture and seeking for that uh honest revelation of god uh, through prayerful study right also um something else that i would like to add is uh we often tend to depend on others absolutely journey with god so we depend on someone else's sermon we depend on someone else's bible study we depend on someone else's testimony and uh, there is a danger to that why do you think um it again i think it comes back to that uh the the personal a part of this whole um uh, dynamic um Yes, you know, other people's experience can help us to grow and can strengthen us perhaps in times when we feel like throwing in the towel, but not nothing beats um having your own experience so that you can truly affirm what somebody else is saying from a different perspective. If that makes any sense. So, let's say someone is talking about a that they were going through a difficult time. and you sometimes we out of a so so called compassion or we say or to be nice we say yes that's true and you know and amen brother and praise the lord but it is not a praise the lord because yes i have also had that experience but rather it, it, we just do it because everybody else does it or because it <laughs> it's customary to like you know if somebody has a great testimony you're like okay praise the lord uh, but it is not yeah. because we share a similar experience that we both have ex- uh, have had and so we're able to affirm that even more so so i think that's the um yeah. the danger of you know, relying on somebody else because uh, you may not be always in a position where you are able to be strengthened by somebody else sometimes you got to fight the battle uh, you and and God alone so right and ultimately we ought to depend and, upon him yeah and uh, salvation is individual isn't absolutely. it so you're not going to absolutely you know going to heaven holding the cloak of your pastor or you know holding hands with your partner or you know things like that Um, um just also um i think 
just before you move on I'd like to share a, 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 a situation that I have been able to witness as to why you shouldn't rely so much on others there's a church back at home in Honduras that um, they had this pastor who preached very powerful sermons did uh, I truly believe that at the beginning of his ministry he was being used by God he was but somewhere along the line he 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 slipped and he start um, accepting the praise of men and forgot that he was just a messenger from God and the entire uh, church that grew under his ministry became so attached to him that to this very day they uh, do not have a pastor in their church uh, and they have a picture of him on the wall of the church and mm-hmm. they they worship him so much that they don't have another pastor in their church and this is like it's been almost wow. 30 years and they don't have another pastor in the church wow. and they follow him That's idolizing absolutely him. to the point that this guy when he would visit other churches that were also branches of the of, um, of his church they would welcome him with a red carpet wow. so that and, and, and to see how people follow this man so it's incredible how decep- how this deception works and the danger that it is because they have the bible in their hand it says there that you cannot follow men that way that you should give the praise only to God but yet they so blindly followed him. So yeah, yeah. there is a, a definite danger in that. Yes, because uh, you start to regard someone more than um, try to Absolutely. There's, there's such danger in doing so. Um, because Jesus said, if I be lifted, Correct. I will draw all men. Absolutely. So our job as Christians is to lift Jesus up. That is correct. But the the danger is when you don't know who's really lifting Christ up and who's not. Who's absolutely you know, a, a false prophet. Mm-hmm. So there's so much danger in depending on people. I have heard so many people, um, even in the circles that I know, um, who say, "Oh, that man or that pastor. Oh, he's such a you know he's such a good man. When he prays for me, God answers my mm-hmm. prayers." So I call this person or that person and when they do this or someone else says, when I go to that church, things work out for me. So there is so much danger in this because you are idolizing that person or you're idolizing that church. Because essentially church is nothing but you and me. You and me make Absolutely. people, right? God's people are what constitute a church. It's really not the building. The building's purpose is to provide us a place where we can all go together and worship but somehow you know people tend to make uh, idols out of the building or out of people out of pastors out of uh, evangelists out so of this there is so much danger yes yes um you know i was thinking yes sorry um 
I was thinking if um, you know we we met and then let's say um, you, you have a, a cup of ice cream in your hand and you're eating the ice cream is really good. Okay, I can see it in your face like you're really enjoying this ice cream. But can I know exactly how that ice cream tastes just by looking at your face? I cannot. Yeah. I can tell that it's good. but i cannot know exactly how that tastes and i cannot experience it for myself just by looking at you isn't mm, it absolutely that's what we do as christians when we look at someone else and we think oh that person looks like he's got it figured uh-huh. yeah you know if this person looks happy and joyful you know joyful um but that's that's just one part Abs- of it if you want to know how the ice cream tastes you have to order for a cup for yourself and then you have to taste the ice cream yourself Absolutely. So, even when it comes to Christianity, you have to open your Bible, you have to read for yourself, and you have to pray to the Lord yourself to experience what someone else you would have seen experience, or even if you haven't seen anybody else. Nothing should stop you from, you know, experiencing Christ because the Lord says, "Taste and see that the Lord is good." Absolutely. So when you taste, you will see for yourself that he is good. Absolutely. So it has to be a personal journey. It cannot you cannot remain a cultural Christian. That is correct. And just to add on to that, even after you taste the same ice cream that you saw the other person tasting, for you it will it will have a different taste. Even though it's the same one because every one of us has a that personal touch that personal experience with God which is not the same not which is not exactly the same to somebody else because uh, right. th- there's also danger in seeking to seeking to have exactly what that other person has and it may not be that way for you because it, it's a personal uh experience and God has a another plan perhaps for your life and then the way things are going to play out and the experiences that you're going to have which others may not necessarily have because God has other plans for your life specifically and that is why it is so important that we when we listen to a sermon uh that we we say amen to it not because it is a popular thing that everybody knows but rather because we have done we have studied the word we have seek God in our spirit and we are affirming a biblical truth not necessarily because that pastor is saying it or because that message is something that we we believing or what not right that's a good point that you made because everybody's journey is unique um because everybody was created to be Absolutely. unique um God has given specific uh, characteristics to each one of us that define us to be so unique from the others even if you were born to one Absolutely. or you were born in a set of quadruplets or you know whatever you may have so many things similar uh, look, you know looking similar on the outward but still you're a, you're a unique person in and of yourself so even our relationship with Christ is always going to be unique the experiences no two christians have the exact that same experiences that cannot happen and the beauty of the lord is how he is able to reach out to each one of us wherever we are in our lives whatever appeals to us whatever we are, our understanding is he reaches out to us 
you know custom made tailor made for us absolutely like isn't that so yes. beautiful right so um i i think um having a personal relationship with christ is going to break that cultural christianity um, shell and you're going to come out to experience christ and this whole other um uh, what, what can you call it it's 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 a whole absolutely out there oh, when you no. when you experience christ when you spend enough time with him when you uh, known him for yourself so he's not really a just a character in the bible but he's come alive in you so you can look at your experiences and say yes so jesus is not just good and loving and patient because the uh-huh. bible says so but he is all those things because i've seen him absolutely you know that's when he becomes perfect absolutely so uh would you like to pray uh, for the people um listening to be encouraged um to come out of that um shell you know just just being so comfortable thinking that going to church and um uh, attending maybe even prayer meetings um is going absolutely. to help but to really experience Christ for themselves yes sure Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for the uniqueness of each relationship that we have with you. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you, Lord, for your word which enlightens us, enriches us, and enables us <clears throat> to know you more and more. Thank you Lord for the opportunity and the privilege of prayer to come to you to make known our requests, um to pour out our hearts before you. We pray in this very moment for those who are uh, sitting comfortably um being cultural Christians, uh just going through the motions, just repeating week after week the same uh traditions and practices. Lord, we pray uh in a very special way that the holy spirit may quicken them the holy spirit may uh enlighten them may shake them from that position may woo their hearts to a personal relationship with you for them to earnestly thirst and seek after it for it is indeed a beautiful experience uh we pray that thou may give them wisdom that thou may guide them lord that they may hunger and thirst earnestly for your word in that each one of them may make a determination in their hearts to seek you daily personally to grow in that experience and to uh grow in their christian walk so that they may see the glories and the beauty as and <clears throat> your word uh so rightfully states the beauty of having a personal and close relationship with you which is the ultimately your goal in this great salvation plan to restore that relationship that was shattered by sin and may they strive each and every day to do just that to draw into that close and personal relationship with you and your son's most holy and precious name we pray amen Uh, Darren, is there any closing thought you'd like to share before we before we um just to seize the moment as we are in this uh coronavirus um situation in the world it is amazing how um the world has just stopped in in less than a month mm-hmm. um 
whole countries have just gone on lockdown because of this situation. And it is a very opportune moment for us to reflect and to see um, how much we need that personal relationship with God. Because uh, in many places, um, and even here in Costa Rica, um, by government, they have, they have been um, in order to suspend all major uh, public <coughs> gatherings. And, and so some churches have decided to cancel services and and we don't have a you know, we don't know exactly when this is going to end and so if you're totally dependent on I'm going to a, to church on Saturday um, or, or Sunday whatever day it may be um, and that's where I'm gonna read the Bible and that's where we're gonna I'm gonna pray and that's where I'm gonna sing my hymns um, then what do you what what are you gonna do in these in this uh, the next few weeks or, or months we don't know exactly how far it's gonna go but this is where that personal seeking um, uh, God uh, becomes a key part of uh, our daily lives because the, the persons that we usually depend on, we can't see them, we can't hear them perhaps, or we can, may not be able to reach them. And so it is a moment for personal growth in that relationship. And taking that initiative on your own to seek. Because, you know, going to church, there's an established time, you go, you spend that time, and then that's it. But now it's like, you have all this time, and now you decide if you're going to personally take that time to seek God and to uh, be fed by his word so I think it is a, a moment of a, a time of reflection and for us to earnestly seek God Well, thank you so much, Tyron, and uh, I hope this blesses everybody who's listening. Absolutely.